So if we look at the basic statistics for July, the New York City real estate market had a very challenging month. But in our experience, we have to look further. Inventory, interest rates, and summer travel. So whether you're buying or you're selling in this current market, listen till the very end. Let's dive in. Hi, everybody, and welcome back to Real Talk NYC Real Estate Podcast. Jonathan Conlin is away on vacation, so you are stuck with John Gastaska. So let's dive into the July statistics for New York City real estate. Contract signs are down. Contract signs were 809 for the month of July. That's down 4% year over year and a whopping 18% month over month. Year over year declines was mainly due to a lackadaisical condo sales. So uh, condo sales were down 17% year over year. Co-op sales were actually up 7% year over year. And then in the price ranges, sales under 2 million rose 1% year over year, whereas sales over $2 million, they dropped 19% year over year. Really, truly, the fact that interest rates now over 7% are affecting the overall market in New York City. Over a year ago, they were 3%, and now they're over 7%. And quite honestly, they may be pushing up into the 8 8 to 9% range by the end of the year. We just don't know. We also have to look at the fact that it's July, and we have a tremendous amount of people traveling. So we have seasonality affecting us. We have the high interest rates affecting us. And at this time of the year, a lot of sellers decide to take their apartments off the market until after Labor Day. So when we see numbers like this, we say to the buyers, what are you waiting for? The apartments which are trading are trading at discounts and the sellers are going to where the buyers are and they're in order to make the deal. And so it's a really, really good opportunity if the buyers have their deposits, if the buyers are liquid and have the, have the means to buy a good piece of Manhattan real estate, uh, now's the time to do that. So over $5 million, the stats were 11% down year over year, the contracts, and 35% down month over month. So we saw a significant pullback in the upper upper end of our real estate market. That would tell me that, again, sellers in the luxury markets are pulling their apartments off of the market. And then the buyer pool, they are distracted and traveling and their minds are not on necessarily selling, uh, buying a piece of Manhattan real estate. We have a lot of large families that spend summers out on the east end of Long Island. And then the fall market is when they dive back in. So uh, again, seasonality is at play. So now let's discuss inventory, and this is when it gets really interesting. The inventory stood at 6,221 units on the market in Manhattan. Anybody that listened to the podcast for June, the numbers were much higher. So we had 1,117 less units on the market, a decrease of 7% year over year and a decrease of 15% month over month. But if the contract signs are downed as well, what the heck is actually going on in our marketplace? And again, we saw sellers either hesitating to list, some sellers pulling their apartments off the market. Sellers, if they are paying 3% on their money or in the high twos for their money, you know, on a mortgage, where are they going to go? That's the huge challenge for sellers because then they're going to jump into, they're going to sell their, their apartment and they're going to jump back into a real estate market. That's where uh, lending is well over 7%. So that's challenging for sellers. And then we have sellers deciding just, as I just said, taking their apartments off the market. The summer has been relatively slow and some sellers think that 
after Labor Day in the fall market when more people are entering the market, people are coming back from summer holidays, that it will bode better for them. And then interest rates. Again, interest rates, interest rates, interest rates. We cannot overlook the fact that these higher interest rates are definitely having bearing on our real estate market. If you're home is not selling. See, it's costing the buyers far more to buy the real estate. So the sellers can say, well, if XYZ apartment commanded that, my apartment should command this. Not in a turning market like this. And when there's upward pressure in terms of the interest rates, that's going to directly affect the pricing of the apartment which is on the market now versus, let's say, an apartment that sold last year when the rates were at 3%. Above 5 million, we saw a decrease year over year of inventory of 6% decrease, the number of units on the market, and month over month, 9%, less, less larger apartments on the market. Again, that means in the luxury sales, a lot of sellers have decided to uh, pull the apartments off the market until the fall or until a time that they feel is uh, much more beneficial to them to sell. And last but not least, Jonathan is not here to discuss days on market, right, Jonathan? Yeah, you're not here. Days on market, we saw at 136 days on market, an increase of 16% year over year and 11% month over month. There's that expression, the dog days of summer, and we are in the summer market, which is traditionally in New York City the slowest time of the year to buy residential real estate. We saw double digit increases year over year and month over month. I would attribute that to the two factors that I mentioned regarding uh, the lackadaisical nature of the contract signs, as well as um, lower inventory. We have a seasonality playing into effect and interest rates. And the apartments are simply taking much longer to sell. Last but not least, days on market were actually up 25% for in the 5 million and above category. So the luxury sales market saw the days on market increase year over year, 25%, and month over month, 8%. Again, on par for the uh, July 10-year uh, moving average, and yet a slower month in New York City real estate. So where does that leave us? We have a disconnect in some areas where sellers are still of a mindset to uh, price aggressively. They're looking back at previous sales when the rates were half of what they are now. And so pricing needs to be adjusted. If your apartment is not selling, if people are not looking at your home, quite simply, it's viewed overpriced in this current market climate. So as a seller, you've got to listen to what the broker's telling you in terms of pricing. What are your ultimate goals? If you need to get the apartment sold, drop the price until the market responds. If you do not need to sell your apartment and the apartment is at a lofty price, well, then you may consider taking it off the market temporarily until the climate breeds, you know, breathes a little bit easier for the sellers. If your apartment's in excellent to mint condition, you are boating very, very well. What we're finding are buyers in this marketplace, men, most of the buyers will want the done apartments. For the buyers, I have been saying, what are you waiting for? Now, that was over a year ago when the money was really, really, really cheap. Well, I started selling real estate in 1999 when the interest rates were 9%. I didn't know what the interest rate, I didn't know that that was high. I didn't know that that was low. And then they, then they significantly started to drop. 
8%. And then when I saw them at 7 and 7.5%, everybody in the marketplace was like, these are wonderful rates. Then they dropped to 6, 5, and then you know what where they were. They were down for a significantly prolonged period of time at really, 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 really unrealistic rates. So 7%, 7.5%, on average, it's not that drastic, even though it feels like it might be that way. So it may cost you a bit more to finance the apartment, but as I've mentioned in the podcast, sellers are becoming more realistic in their pricing, some sellers are, and now I think is a very good time for you to negotiate and the buyers have a bit more buying power. So buyers, find yourself a good broker, find yourself a good apartment, and negotiate yourself a good deal. So that's my read of July. And moving forward, I believe that the market in the fall market is going to be a robust market. I do. I believe that we will see more listings coming on the market for the fall. And I think people are becoming more adjusted to interest rates, the higher interest rates. And we may even see improvement because buyers jumping in anticipating even higher interest rates and they want to capture the rate before they you know before it esca- before they escalate any higher and i believe that sellers again will become much more realistic and i'm certainly hoping for a a strong fourth quarter to 2023 with that i miss my business partner i miss him but he deserves a great vacation i know he misses misses each and every one of you i thank you all for listening it's a great honor to be able to do real talk nyc real estate podcast hope you've gotten a lot of value if we can answer any further questions we are here you know where to find us thanks for listening be healthy safe and most of all remain in gratitude thanks for watching or listening to the real talk nyc real estate podcast If you want to find us online or sign up to get our monthly and quarterly market stats, come on over to our website, gestaskaconlinteam.com, or you can find us on all social media with the handle at gestaskaconlinteam. If this show was helpful, entertaining, or informative, consider telling friends and family or leaving us a review on Apple Podcasts. Thanks for tuning in. Be sure to subscribe to the podcast so you don't miss our next episode, and we'll see you next time.